Welcome back to another episode of the Deep Three Pod. I am Alexis, joined with Mikey and Justin. Today is going to be filling in for Nate. Um, we have our conference finals matchups all set. We are going to go, before we go into that, though, we're going to go back and talk about our um, semifinals matchup, elimination games. Very close call for some of those um, games and teams. Let's start off with the East. I feel like that was the most exciting, for me at least, the most exciting series, Boston and... Um, oh, the Bucks. I'm sorry, I just do a little blank. <laughs> uh, Boston knocked out our previous champs. How did you guys feel about that? Close game, not really, but as far as the series being tied three to three, how did you guys feel about that game? Um, six or seven, I'm sorry. Yeah, like uh, that's exactly how I kind of figured the series was going to go. I had Celtics in seven. Um, I was just, you could just tell, you know, every, it was tough for the Bucks. Um, they were able to get some wins, uh, like again, controversial call end of game two. Um, it was a nail biter, uh, their game five. Uh, so it, it, it definitely was a back and forth series, but it just felt like the Celtics had the control basically the whole time. And, and we all knew, right. We all said like, Giannis is going to get Giannis, you know, he's going to do him. He's going to get his numbers, but I mean, he did it not as efficiently as he usually does. And, and that was kind of what I took away from it and we'll get into it, but yeah, I just think the Celtics defense is just the best team defense that we see in, in either conference right now. And uh, they were able to put it away and really kind of hold the honest. I mean, he shoots 55% in the regular season and that dropped 10 points and he, he was shooting 45%. So um, hats off to the Celtics. And I, I just, I, I like their team. They're young. They, they're all drafted, you know, basically um, in-house. So, uh, fun series. Yeah. Um, so, I actually had the Bucks winning. Um, I, I was very surprised. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say very surprised, but the Celtics have <clears throat> definitely uh, uh, turned their team around from the start of this season. Um, I think the only game that you could really say uh, that the Bucks kind of I feel like just kind of like outright had was uh, the very first game. And I feel like other than that, like Mikey said, you know, the Celtics just look like they controlled the series. And the crazy thing is, if I'm not mistaken, the game prior to uh, seven, or maybe that was five I'm thinking of, was 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 it was a game five when they didn't shoot any threes in the fourth or something like that? Was it was was, was that five or six? You guys remember? I, they, I, they, they, I, th I think it, uh, it was one of the games they lost, right? The I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm thinking it's probably. Five, well, game, I, I thought it was game four, maybe. Yeah, mm. four, something yeah, like that. I don't know, four, maybe four or five. But my my point is, I was surprised with how many threes they took, and I, I, I think they 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 broke like a record, right? Like, um, um, I think like the most threes in a in a game seven or something crazy like that but I, I couldn't believe that they took that many threes I couldn't believe that they hit that many threes um the Celtics have been very surprising for me I must say in these playoffs um they had KD look nothing like KD they had Giannis look nothing like well I'm not gonna say nothing like Giannis but he was definitely blowing wide open layups last night and I mean this like like Mikey said this defense is very very good. So I mean, I'm 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 surprised. Um, we'll see how far they go. But uh, yeah, the Celtics, man, they very very surprising in these playoffs. Yeah, they definitely have held their own at the, 
held their own as a younger team. Now that the Bucks are eliminated, what do you guys feel like is next for them? Just coming off of reigning championships, reigning champions now being eliminated, what does next season look like for them? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Chris Middleton being out the whole entire series, that doesn't help. And he's, you know, people don't really recognize, but Chris Middleton's a clutch shooter. And that's what they needed down the stretch was some guys who could just spot up shoot. You know, Drew Holiday is not a pure kind of shooting type guard. You know, he, he leans defense first, but I mean, he can knock down shots. And he was kind of, if, each game, uh, he had big shots here and there when the Bucks needed it, especially in the wins. I mean, he was knocking down threes or you know he doesn't take them as much but when he does it, it almost you feel like it's going in but I think they just need to get more shooters Grayson Allen was horrific in this playoff series which I, I kind of saw coming just the way the Celtics played defense they're they, they got great wing defenders and Connaughton couldn't make a shot you have Bobby Portis who's hot and cold you know night in and night out you just you don't really have a guy you can trust other than obviously Middleton if he's in there that can knock down you know go ahead go toe to toe with the Celtics who they have shooters everywhere. I mean you saw Grant Williams took 18 three point shots which is nuts, <laughs> uh, but you know th- that that was just the story of the game. That entire game seven was just Celtics were out shooting, which I think they outshot um, the the Bucks like 84 threes to something uh, to, I, I forgot what the Bucks number was for the entire series. So I mean, it, it's hard to win a series when you got this team shooting that many, but also knocking them down. Yeah. We're definitely effective um, in this previous series against the Bucks, clearly. Um, so Boston won that four to three, their previous game being 109 to 81. They will go on to play Miami who just knocked out the 76ers. How did you guys feel about that series? With the 76ers, we had the hype of Harden and Embiid, everything that they had to go through um, with that being their final outcome. Well, me and me and Mikey kind of talked about this behind the scenes. Um, Mikey kind of puts uh, a lot of the blame on uh, Doc, actually. Mm. I disagree. I feel like, you know, it was just, I'm going to put this on James Harden. I'm going to put it on him because Joel and B, like I told Mikey, we watched from the beginning of the season, everything that he went through, starting with uh, Ben Simmons um, early in the season. You know, he was healthy. He was fantastic. And he was looking like that um, MVP kind of, uh, you know, that he was looking like the MVP of last year, even though he didn't win it. I mean, you know, he started off strong. So that on top of the Ben Simmons, whatever was going on with with, with that, for them to be in the in the um, topper, the not topper, in the in the in the top kind of the um, Eastern Conference for most of the year, um, I think was a big thing. I think uh, we should give a lot of credit to him. I feel like he was definitely one of the main reasons. I mean, this is why he was an um, MVP finalist. And I just feel like Joel went through so much during the regular season to finally get to the playoffs. And at that point, you know, he had this this finger mess with him. He got this 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 face mask on and 
So he got all of this going on. So that that's why I'm gonna put more of the blame on James Harden because he was supposed to be that piece that actually lifted Philly over the hump. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like I don't know if, if James Harden is out of shape or what's going on, but he's definitely not the James Harden of old. Um obviously he couldn't blow by guys. We saw him kind of missing shots. His, 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 his shot was off. He just didn't look like um Pete James Harden. And I don't know if except for what that one game but um I don't I don't know if I don't think we're going to ever consistently see him like that again maybe and I I could be wrong maybe he just got to get in shape or something but I would bet that uh he's 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 past his prime and he's on a decline obviously in my opinion but yeah man I just I just put this on James Harden I feel like if he was looking at least he don't even have to look like peak James Harden if he was a little better I feel like this series could have been completely different because you, as you can see after that, after that, what was it, game four? I, I think that yeah. was game four that he went off. Everybody's was was like up in a frenzy. And and personally, I wasn't fooled. I already knew what it was, you know what I'm saying? So I I, I felt like it was it was a game, and I feel like you could still get those moments and those, you know, key games out of him. But as far as, you know, just that consistent MVP caliber player that we used to seeing, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to get that anymore. And um, I put this not squarely on him, but I put a lot of the blame on James Harden. I do. Why do you say Doc, Mike? Yeah, I just think his adjustments that he didn't make, I mean, you have Harden even at the end. Like, he, he – what got Harden going is that he controls the ball, he brings it up. He, you know, he used to have a high usage rate. Obviously, that, that's not going to be him anymore, but he needs to be able to facilitate the ball. And he, he even said in his post-game interview, he would pass the ball and it never got back to him. Well, Doc Rivers, you know you got a, a, a point guard, basically, who can distribute and pass the ball as, as good as anybody in this league, and you're having him play off the ball and, and go stand in the corner. I mean, you know, it's just – it's things like that where Doc doesn't make the right decisions, and we it's, it's proven in his game, you know – his record I and mean, he has one title in the 23 years he's been coaching and mm-hmm. he gets job after job. He's only been to the, he's only been to the finals twice in his entire career. So it, it's just, it, I feel like doc is kind of a little overrated and people rate him a little too highly for what he is. And he's just not that good of coach. It's like Mike D'Antoni. Listen, Mike D'Antoni, hell of a regular season coach always elevates his point guards and look at what he did with James Harden. Look at what he did with Anthony Lynn. I mean, look at what he did um, in Phoenix with Steve Nash. And nobody considers Steve Nash a top 20 guy of all time. So it, 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 even with the two MVPs. So that it's just some of these coaches, they're great. They, they know how to coach a regular season team. But <clears throat> on playoffs, when you go up against a Spolstra who is, you know, was, was kid genius when he got hired onto the job on, under Pat Riley, you know, after Riley stepped on his head coach. And he's out working you out, you know, the cell or the Sixers offense, they couldn't dissect what the Heat were doing on defense. They couldn't do it. They, they couldn't figure out. And that's why you saw them getting frustrated. The turnovers that they had, the Sixers in that game seven, they, they were getting frustrated with each other. They, they couldn't figure out how to get good matchups with the Heat. And so I just think Doc is just compared to these other coaches that are around this league, he doesn't, comp- he's just not at that level of them. Like Spolster's been to the fight. Like, listen, he had the Heatles with LeBron, Bosch, and Wade. But he's also been there with Jimmy Butler 
in, in the finals. They didn't win, but they still made it. I know it was the bubble season, but at least Spolstra is consistently getting teams that are, you know, lower quality star players. Uh, J- Jimmy's a superstar, but I mean, compared to Giannis or, you know, guys like that, J- Jimmy's on the lower end of that totem pole. So I, I, I just feel like Doc, he, he deserves definitely some of the blame. And yes, a lot of blame is on James Harden too, because you brought him in because Ben Simmons wouldn't shoot in, in the playoffs last year. And James Harden was averaging, I think, two, two threes per um, per game in the second half, other than the one that he went off. So it's just, he doesn't, he wasn't even shooting as much as he usually does, but that again, he's a facilitator now. And, and honestly, a lot of this is Embiid. He wasn't healthy. You know, Embiid was dealing with a um, orbital fracture and a torn ligament in his thumb. I, I think if he was healthy, it would have definitely helped the chances. And I think they would have been able to get past the heat. But that's another thing, too. He wasn't fully healthy. So, I mean, it, it just a bunch of things were going against the Sixers' favor. And we'll see what happens next year if they end up bringing Harden back. Yeah. I know it's in talks. We were talking about this before we got on that um, it could be possible that they could sign. Or it was in the talks of Harden signing Max contract. Um, but the 76ers looking like they're not going to be giving it to him. Do you feel like now they're going to opt for either James taking um, – a smaller contract? Because I know he could also explore free agency. Or do you think they're going to bring in um, another third guy to help out that little trio situation going on? I know there were rumors of Bradley Beal possibly um, being signed onto the 76ers. What do you guys feel like they're going to opt for? Which direction do you think like they're going to go into? Yeah, I'm not quite sure on what they're going to do. If they, if they don't give them the five-year, they definitely shouldn't be given hard in the five-year max. I don't think that'll end up being one of the worst contracts, like the Westbrook thing. Like, it's clear he's out of his prime. You just can't give him that type of money, I don't think, at least that long. Now, if you want to give him a two-year max, if you can do that, then by all means, try and run it. But I just think you're going to run into, because of Embiid, who's a hard-working basketball player one of the hardest workers there are in the league this is kind of why he misses Jimmy Butler you know Jimmy Butler has that same work ethic and wants to win and then you got guys like a Ben Simmons who quit you know and and basically didn't wasn't willing to work on his stuff in order to stay in Philly so MB was done with him and I just feel like that's what's going to happen with Harden because Harden isn't that type of guy that you know is going to stay in and work on a couple of things uh, instead of going out. I mean, he, he, he likes that nightlife and Embiid is all about ball and, and that's how it should be. So I just, they got to, I think they got to stay away from giving Harden that contract. Um, I'm not going to say he won't stay in. I mean, cause I mean, you look at him obviously hanging out, going to the club with little baby and you know, but I mean, he's not allowed to have fun. I mean, yeah, you but know, he's, like, he's never in shape, though. That's that's my issue. As, as of as of recent, he 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 wanted to get out of Houston, right? Mm-hmm. So he wasn't in shape. So he showed up fat. I don't know if that was a fat suit or what. I'm I'm still confused. that was on purpose, <laughs> right? So then he gets to Brooklyn, right? And we expect him. Okay, now you get back in shape, and that's when Achilles started messing with him. So. After that, I mean, he ain't been able to. And then on top of that, you playing with KD and Kyrie, so now you are more of a facilitator. He changes, he changes his 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 game instead of being this elite scorer. Now he's facilitating the uh, ball. But the main thing is 
the Achilles. The Achilles has been messing with him since then. Oh, was so, it the hamstring? Hamstring, my bad. Excuse me. But the hamstring, not Achilles, right? The hamstring. So he's been having these hamstring issues. Obviously, that affected him last for like year. three years. Right. So <laughs> I don't understand, man. Right. A three-year hamstring problem. I... So I mean, but they keep. I mean, because obviously, if it's, if it's messing, if, if if your hamstring goes, that's the Achilles, right? Ultimately, that's the that's the that's the same thing, right? They connect. Connecting yeah. muscles, yeah. yeah. So you know, but uh, you know, I guess obviously they want to avoid a bigger injury, but that's what we see him, man. And we still, I don't think he magically got into shape. I don't think he's ever been able to because he's consistently, even this season, being taken out because of this uh hamstring issue. So he gets here, and on top of him just being in decline anyway, because he is getting older. Him not having the rhythm, him moving, you know, you switch teams mid-season, now you got to learn a whole new system. And, I mean, I know D'Antoni is there, but still, man, I mean, it's just – it's a lot. It's a lot. I just – um, as far as his contract, I agree that that would be a terrible contract down the line. But like Mikey said, if you could pay him for, like, two years or something like that, you got to pay him. I think you got to pay him because you gave up too much to get him. You gave up Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. You did a superstar swap. You got to – it was it was too many pieces for you to not pay him. I don't think they want him to go necessarily because I mean obviously this isn't what they were expecting when they traded for him. But I still don't think they want to lose James Harden. I don't think James Harden wants to go anywhere because at this point you looking like you can't stay in shape. You in decline. You you look like the problem. Yeah, I mean, and then you just gonna keep bouncing teams like dude, like like uh Dame said, you know, you running from the uh running from the grind. I know he wasn't talking about James Harden, but you know, I mean that's that's the kind of stigma that's on you. So I don't think either party wants to leave, I, but I think that they do have to pay him, and they I don't I don't I don't know if they give him the supermax, but I think we can all agree that that'd be bad down the line. So I think they need to find a way to pay him. He should get paid, I guess. Since you gave up so much for him, you got to double down and try to make it work, come back next season, get him in the gym, whatever. But, yeah, definitely uh, he got to get paid. Just not for five years, I don't think, but he should get paid. You just got to watch out. I think Maury's going to be on the hot seat, especially if Doc and, and Harden are back. So, Doc, Doc, is, Doc is coming back. That was confirmed. So. Yeah, the 76ers postseason is definitely going to be one that we're going to have to keep an eye out for, um, for sure. Okay, moving on to the East. Oh, I'm sorry, the West. Uh, we had Golden State just knock out our Grizzlies on the 13th, and they won 110 to 196. Um, that was definitely a high-energy series. Um, Curry... Thompson, Green, all held their own. How did you guys feel like that series um, went? Thank you. It's going to let you have it first. Uh, No, like, again, I I want the series kind of went how I thought. I had Golden State taking out Memphis, but Memphis has shown, like, they're athletic, they're young. They're going to be competitive, especially when Jaws out on the floor. Of course, that that changed when Ja went out. I still think Golden State would have handled it at home there in the six in the six games. So, you know, they're just a veteran team. They're smart. They pick their spots, and they have shooters everywhere. 
And mm-hmm. I don't know why Draymond doesn't shoot the ball anymore, but I mean, he can, he can shoot. He, he can be a shooter too. If he wants, he, he hits those threes, you know, when like kind of when they need him, just like on the other, you know, on the East coast with uh, Middleton, you know, he can hit them when they need him. So I, I liked what I saw from the Grizzlies. They're definitely going to be back next year, but it's golden state time. The Warriors, I just, I love, again, it's like a mirror. Them and the Celtics are, are looking like in a mirror with how they draft everybody, all the young talent that they were able to bring in house and develop into stars and superstars. And, and we're going to see that, I think, with Kaminga and Poole. I, I've been on this. Like, I just think these two are going to be the future of keeping this dynasty alive for another, you know, six to eight years, you know, because Steph is still going to be there. He's still always going to be a pure shooter. You know, Clay's starting to slow down defensively, but maybe that's obviously coming off two major injuries with the ACL and the Achilles. But watch out for this team. They got a couple more championships in them, uh, but I I liked what I saw from the young Grizzly team. Yeah, um, the series definitely started off interesting with um, all the trash talk. Game one, that that thriller with, um, you know, Golden State winning by one. Um, all of the Draymond uh, back and forth. So it started off pretty interesting, uh, even if you think about the previous year where uh, the Grizzlies were the reason Golden State didn't make the playoffs. So had that that little uh, one-year kind of beef. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, Ja, uh, ja got injured. And I was saying, like, why are we surprised? Because if you see during the, the regular season, it was the same thing. It's like this team is better without Ja, and it sounds crazy because he's such a superstar and this team is clearly ascending. So, and then the way that they blew out, <laughs> the way that they blew go to stay that was so disrespectful. Like, I think, I mean, this 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 was a very interesting series. I, I, I still have no answers for that. Um, I know uh, Steve Kerr wasn't coaching. But it is it is no excuse for the way that they got blown out. They had all their superstars. They had Steph. They had Clay. They had Draymond, and the, and the Grizzlies did not have Ja. That was that was that was a crazy game. But um, yeah, like I said, just it was an interesting series. Uh, I fully expected Golden State to pull it out, and they did. And you know, like Mikey said earlier, it's just experience, experience, experience. It comes down to experience. The team will be back next year. I'm sure that um, this will help them in the long run. But, uh, yeah, I, I also feel like it's, it's definitely Golden State's time. They've been here. They've done that. And, um, yeah, I feel like uh, Memphis Memphis fought hard. So, uh, series ended how we how we expected. And, uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. I think everyone, for the most part, was looking at that series to come out um, in favor of the Warriors, as it did. All right, the series, I feel like I've been saving. Um, Dallas. Best for last. Yes, best for last. I know we had a lot to talk about. Um, Dallas, their series was tied three to three going into this last game. Sunday, Dallas beat the Suns 123 to 90. Yes, with Luca having 27 points, leaving, what was it, ending the first quarter? And the, the first had, half. First half, and then the Suns had 27. Yeah. Where do we even start with this game? I feel like there's a lot to break down. There's definitely with what a lot went to break wrong down. and then what Luca did do. 
has been doing. Of course, like Lucas stepped up to the challenge and the (laughs) Suns came out flat, weren't ready, but it's hard. It's hard when you got a guy like Luca who, I mean, he's getting up there as one of the best players in this entire league and in the the, the entire world. Um, Obviously, Giannis holds holds down that top spot because the way he plays both both ways defensively and can score. But I mean, Luca's a better passer, better ha- ball handler, uh, better shooter. It's just, you know, his defense isn't the best, but I mean, it's not bad either. Like he had one bad quarter or two quarters in, in that series and was really able to hold his own. And I, I just, it's so fun to watch. I, you got a guy like that. And, and we even, I, I'm surprised that they won that series because I was saying like, they need a number two. Like even last year, I was like, they, they need mm-hmm. to get somebody in there that can be, you know, second fiddle to Luca, which is probably Jalen Brunson, yeah. but it, it could be Dinwiddie as well. <laughs> Dinwiddie went off. So if one of those two guys can at least be on when Luca's on and he, he gets at least one guy to back him up, I think they can be a problem for Golden State. But I mean, I just can't believe how the Suns just blew that. And it wasn't even close. I mean, it was over after the second quarter. There was no coming back from that for the Suns. And everybody wants to blame Booker. Everybody wants to blame Chris Paul. Chris Paul is 37 years old. He shouldn't be asked to be the best player on the team or even the second best player on on a championship team. He should be the third guy. I mean, he he likes to distribute the ball, pass the ball, and, and he plays defense. But when you got DeAndre Ayton, who me and Justin, I mean, we, we've talked about this. He's soft and I can't wait in to get in about the whole contract deal and him not playing any minutes in, in that damn fourth quarter because it's an internal problem, said Monty Williams. That's all he said. It, it's internal. And to me, it just, he doesn't deserve the max and he's going to get it somewhere. So if I just, I hope that they flip it, like we're going to find out what the draft order is. If they can get, a number, if they can trade eight and flip it for a top three pick and get Chet Holmgren, who can shoot the ball, and then he's going to be a better <laughs> defender than Aiton, I think, day one. I think the Suns would be better off with him than DeAndre Aiton because he's just not getting it done. I mean, he averaged, I think, was it six, 17 points in, in that 17 series? points. This is oh, a, no, 17 minutes. I'm sorry, 17 minutes, five points. Yeah, that's that's what he finished the game with. But he, yeah. was, he was averaging like 30 minutes a game in that series, which that's nothing. I mean, it's playoff basketball. You, usually guys are playing, you know, 40 minutes, 36 minutes. And it's just, you can't count on them because again, to me, it's, it's a, t- it's a toughness issue. I want, you can let us ask if the contract negotiations of all these talks that didn't go well for him and he, they weren't really going to give him the max contract and that upset him then get rid of them. I, I want mm-hmm. dogs on my team. I don't want puppies. These, these soft dudes who can't even perform well in a playoff game because they got other things on their minds. Like, no, like, you know, he looks like a pit bull, but he plays like a little damn Corgi. I swear. <laughs> yeah. Um, they play bad, man. Like, uh, like you said, they came out flat. Uh, I think what after the first half, <laughs> Chris Paul and Devin Booker combined for like three points. Literally, I think Booker had two and Chris Paul had one or one or the other. But point is, they came out flat. There's no excuse for that. I mean, you know, Chris Paul, you, you shouldn't be expecting him to drop 40, but 
I mean, you the point God. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like you should be, uh, it was, it should be more effort. And, and, and it, it wasn't just Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I mean, those are clearly the leaders. So you expect them to ball out, but I mean, everybody had a bad game. Bridges looked bad. I mean, like everybody, like it, it was just an all around failure. That was, that was, that was terrible for a game seven. And I don't know. I think, I think this was probably Chris Paul's best shot to win a championship. Um, you should come back next year and, you know, try again. I don't, I don't understand. Like you said, um, as far as Aiden not playing an uh, internal problem, I think, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I've been trying to decode that and try to put some sense to that. I can't make sense out of that. I feel, I, I personally feel like he didn't want to play. I feel like he was discouraged or something. And that's not, in my opinion, far-fetched because like Mikey said, we both agree that we think he's soft. So I could see him that getting to him or him feeling like, you know, I don't, I don't, cause I don't, I don't understand why, why would you not play? I, I, I can't imagine the organization being like, you know what, we down, we don't want you to play. Like, no, I, I, I just, I just, I don't know. I'm a, I could be completely wrong, but I'm gonna put it on Aiden. I think Aiden didn't want to play for some reason, but uh, that's neither here nor there. The Suns came out flat. They Luca balled out. He definitely needs help. Um, I don't think he's gonna do too much for Golden State. I think they just got too many shooters. But I mean, hey, it's hey, like hey, if 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 yeah, it's gonna it's gonna take either Brunson to drop forty like he did in in, in that in that uh first series, and uh, then what he's gonna have to you know continue to step up as well. So. Uh, Luca is amazing. Um, I got, I got, I got a hot take of my own. I actually got, I predicted last year mm-hmm. that um, the Dallas Mavericks will win the championship next year in 2023. I gave them, uh, yeah, two seasons. So uh, we'll see what happens. But definitely, man, I think if Phoenix doesn't pay Aiden, he need to try to find his way to Dallas because obviously I don't want him, Luca. Of course, you know. I mean, you know, if you, think you, I mean, you know, you think he's soft. I get it. I do. I do as well. But he was a number one draft pick, and we're not calling him a bust. So send his ass to OKC. You know, um, you know, he he ain't he, he, right, man. He just got he it. wants to get paid. Send him to OKC. Bring some of those young dudes in, or or if you can get that top draft pick, and then yeah. do it that way. I just I don't want to see him with Luca because I. You can get somebody better to help Luca out. I, think, I just, I, I mean, who 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 you can get better than Hayden? Besides, I mean, I, listen, like he performed Hayden. decent last year because he was the third option. This well, year mm-hmm. they wanted him to be more that second guy, and he couldn't fill that role last year. That's why I think the Suns were better last year because like Paul was playing at an elite level all playoffs, and of course, obviously after this game ends, it, it, the report came out about his right hamstring or something like that. Mm-hmm which, or calf, I don't know, but I think Pat Beverly called that. He's like, now watch somebody come out with an injury after the series. And I think he was already taking shots at Chris Paul and it came out, but Paul did not, like, did not, he declined to comment on it. But uh, I don't know. I just, like what your Dallas point, I, I think you're right on it. I had Luca might be, I mean, he can, he can get there. He's already on a great trajectory as far as how well he's been playing, he, he can become the best player in the world. And if he, if he were to beat this Golden State team, 
which I think a lot of it really has to do with Jason Kidd and if he can figure out ways to beat this Golden State team because they're still great defensively. If Luka can manage that and go to the finals, I just – No. I'm t- I'm saying he, he he's going to be in the GOAT discussion already at 20, 23 years old. 100%. I don't think there's any way he beats Golden State. I'm right, it. but th- that's what I'm, I'm saying. If he does, if, that makes him yeah. more impressive. Oh, no, does, his yeah. resume, I think he, his legacy yeah, is already going to be set. Because to oh, me, yeah. I, I, you call me crazy, but I, I get LeBron James vibes from him. Just the way he, he handles the ball, he distributes. LeBron James brought that Cavs team to the finals that had no business being there. And listen, we all say he needs a number two. Jalen Brunson, yeah, great year. But Jalen Brunson just got, you know, he just was great this season. You know, Dinwiddie came through, and he's still inconsistent. He really didn't have a good playoff series up until those last couple games. So I, if it, Luka really does this by himself with these guys pitching in, you know, every other game, I that, that's just – that's crazy stuff. And only LeBron was able to do that this early on in his career. Yeah, it's going yeah. to con, con, continue to only be LeBron because <laughs> go to state. They better not lose to Luca like that. So, uh, right. I mean, we don't see though. We 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 all agree. You know, Luca's a superstar. Um, we'll see what they look like next season. We'll 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 check out the moves that they make during the uh, off season. Um, I don't necessarily want to see Aiden either with him, but I was just saying, if I'm Aiden, you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm gonna try to. Yeah. First off, I'm I'm I'm, I'm definitely trying to get paid. I'm the number one draft pick. Look, pay me. But yeah, I mean, if you, if you're trying to win and you ain't gonna stay with the Suns, right? I, I would. Definitely try to get over to uh, Dallas. Like uh, uh, a great owner, Mark Cuban. So I mean, it's a lot going on. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. And I, don't I wanna. I wanna mention that this outcome of Game Seven would mark the fourth time in their franchise history for the Suns that they blew a two and zero lead. Two and zero lead. Mm. So. Mm. The Suns moving forward, are they going to continue to be just a two and zero? blow lead type of team do you know what i'm saying are we just expecting them to get two and oh and then fall from that um next season are they going to get this far and then it'd be a problem as far as like Aiden or it depends on if uh d book is still with kendall jenner or not <laughs> don't blame it on the kardashians <laughs> i knew damn- it she's a jenner actually <laughs> hey that damn jenner and kardashian curse that thing's real <laughs> that thing is real you know, it's real. It, it's it's a real <laughs> curse. Every time somebody's dating one of them, they just they fall off. They they're just not themselves. So, yeah. Well, we can't say that about part. Tristan Thompson. Thompson has his own issues. I mean, most dudes get issues exactly. after dating them. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what what they got in the water over there. That is too funny, Mikey. <laughs> Did we go over uh, Chris Paul's future? What do we feel like? We feel like he's going to um, 12th All-Star. He has 12-time All-Star. I'm sorry. He has that record. But when it comes down to it's all about that chip, where do we feel like CP3's future looks like? If you don't play, the man play point guard. <clears throat> we refer to him as the point guy. Mm-hmm. In my head, he is you can't say top five because he don't got the ring but mm-hmm. if he had one I don't care if he I don't care how he get it if he if if if, if he end up like Carl Malone or 
um, you know, playing or Charles Barkley playing on one of these contenders when he clearly just, I don't care how you get the ring. If you put a ring next to Chris Paul in his resume, he top five. I think he's top five. I think he is the perfect point guard. I think, you know, pass first, run the floor. He's he perfect. It's, it's just, I feel like he's been in tough situations. Like, he should have been with Kobe. He should have been with Kobe, and maybe he would have got a ring in, and we wouldn't be even be having this conversation, right? I still don't understand why they avoided the, or the, uh, they avoided that trade. I don't know. They move, man. You don't get Kobe, Chris Paul, Kobe. Come on, man. But you had Kobe and Shaq at one point. <laughs> like you they can't Kobe, Kobe and Chris Paul. They was they was hating on my boy, but yeah, I just and then I feel like this about Doc Rivers too. I didn't I didn't I didn't get to say too 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 much about it, but me and Mikey also talked about this. I just feel like he got a, a unfair shake, and so I mean I feel like that Live City team they just weren't. Like the talent was there, but it wasn't enough. And then they just ran into that Golden State team. Then obviously you got this season with and 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 even though like I know they they was getting eliminated by Utah, that's that's where the whole kind of talent thing come in and all of that. But I mean, even this season, you know, Doc, I mean, look at Joel and B. I mean, you gotta drag this team by your not 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 by yourself, but you know, he's the face, he's doing all of this, dropping 40 at night, he going off the whole season. You doing all of this to get to the second round, then you got this this guy who's supposed to take some of the uh, pressure off you, and James Harden who just don't show up. I mean, I just feel like Doc got an unfair shake. But back to Chris Paul. Long story short, Chris Paul, man, I just uh, got an unfair shake. I'm gonna give him top ten. I'm gonna give him top ten without a ring. If he don't ever get a ring, I'm gonna give him top ten. But I feel like if he get the ring, he is. Number five. I, I think I like him better than Oscar Robinson. I'm gonna keep it real. I, maybe it's because I didn't see him. I don't know. Yeah. I like him better than Oscar Robinson. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him probably five. Number five on my all-time list. Point guards. If he's uh, point guards. Okay, that's what I'm saying. If he if he if he get the ring. Right now I got him. Okay, 10 okay. I would have to rank it, but he he ten. He ten. Yeah. Top ten. He's definitely top 10 right now for me, but yeah, it just depends on what the Suns do. I, I just, mm-hmm. he says he's not retiring tomorrow and he said he, he's going to be back and play, but I just want to see what they do. Are they going to flip Aiton or, 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 or is like Chris Paul going to end up being like, all right, I can't win one here. If Aiton goes, then maybe he figures out something and gets traded somewhere. I, I don't know if they trade him for Westbrook. Uh, I don't know, but that's just so he could play with LeBron, you know, but um, I, I just, I don't know what, what's next for Chris Paul. I, I don't think they're going to win a championship next year with the Suns. Um, um, again, unless something happens this off season where they, they get a big guy who they can count on or at least play better defense. And the um, only guy, play. the only guy you could say is what Rudy, right? I mean, I would, I would, I would, I would just run it back. I would, I, would, I probably would pay him. I would pay him and just run it back. Cause who else you going to get? And then, the problem ain't like they didn't get it done. Like, you know what I'm saying? They was competitive. They just didn't show up. Like, they choked. Like, the whole team, like, choked. Like, damn, like, can we make it back and y'all not choke this time? Like, I mean, you know, I just – I don't know who else you're going to get if you give up Aiden. And, you know, he's been there. He know the system. He is soft. I don't know if that's going to ever change, but maybe he can get better. I don't know. I just – at this point – I think you're paying the running back unless you can find a better upgrade, a, a, a big man. And the only guy that's coming to mind is Rudy. That's on that level. That's 
that I could think of as a free agent. So, yeah. yeah, we're gonna see the Suns postseason is also gonna be one um, to keep an eye out for what they do with Aiden, how they move everyone around, if they move every, anyone around. Um, before we go into our conference finals upcoming games tonight, uh, we're gonna go into our candidates, our predictions for conference finals. Conference Finals MVP, Eastern and Western. Um, we can start off with the Eastern, I guess, most likely. Um, we have, well, I feel like a candidate would be Jalen Brown. Um, who do you guys feel also from the Eastern Conference or Eastern Finals, I'm sorry, do you guys see? Um, yeah, I mean, MVP talk. Yeah, yeah, depending on who wins the series. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, obviously Jimmy, uh, Bam, Tyler Hero here and there, possibly, but yeah, Tatum. Uh, we'll, we'll see what <clears throat> Jalen Brown does, if he can be as consistent as Jason has been consistent, because Brown, he, he's been there a couple of games. Like he got hot, I forgot what it was, a game three or four. One of the games that they had home at home, but he was hitting almost every three he, he, he put up. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Tatum, if, you know, we'll get in our predictions next probably, but um, I'll, I'll give you my MVP after I give my final prediction, actually. Okay. So we do that, that. Let's do that. Okay. So let's do final predictions then, and then we'll give our MV, MVP predictions. So I got the Celtics in five. And Jason Tatum's going to be the Eastern Larry Bird too. It's the Larry Bird Trophy, so yeah. Celtic winning it, the first one ever. Yeah, uh, it's going to be Jason Tatum. I just think yeah. with this yeah. matchup, what yeah. they were again, what they were able to do to KD and Kyrie and Giannis, who nobody has an answer for, and still didn't, but they still limit him to inefficiency. And those three players, I think we can all agree, offensively, are. <clears throat> far beyond greater than what Jimmy G, Jimmy uh, Butler's Jimmy skill G. level at. And I almost said Jimmy G. Uh, <laughs> skill level is, uh, you know, offensively. Even though, listen, Jimmy has been averaging, what, 30 points basically this playoffs. But that's also against a really weak Atlanta Hawks deep, like, defense. And, again, a Doc Rivers team who – James Harden doesn't play defense. You know, some of those guys, you know, Tyrese Maxey, Dybul, who barely played, but Tobias Harris doesn't play defense. You have Embiid and Maxey, basically, uh, in your starting lineup that actually play defense. So I think it's going to be a lot tougher for Jimmy. I don't think he's going to be averaging 30 points this series. And I got the Celtics losing tonight. Obviously, with Al Horford and Smart being out doesn't help. But I had them losing tonight just because one-day break after a, a brutal and physical yeah. seven-game series with, with the Bucks, like th that was definitely the most physical series we had and bodies dropping all over the place. So um, I had lo them losing the first game, but I think they're going to win four straight after this. I'll second you on that. I got Celtics in five. Uh, yeah, I agree. That seems likely. Um, definitely a loss coming tonight for those same reasons. And uh, no smart, right? No smart tonight. So no uh, smart, no Horford. Or Horford. Oh yeah, yeah. See, so that's gonna play a big role in, in that. Um, I think Time Lord's back though, which which I they needed. If if Rob Williams is back, he can at least uh, d up Bam, because if if they got somebody who could d up Bam, 
I think this series is probably over in four, but I just, we got to see how tonight goes. But yeah, I, I really like it. If Rob Williams can stay healthy this series, he's going to be huge against Bam. But go ahead, sorry, man. Yeah, um, no, I mean, we all agree. I think the Celtics do the same thing pretty much that they did. So I think they can control this series. Um, and uh, as far as, yeah, MV, MVP picks, yeah, I got, um, yeah, probably Tatum. Tatum, and like you said, it's going to be the first ever uh, Larry Bird Award. So, yeah, they're going to, they're going to, and, and, and this is also like one of those series, and we, and we, and we, we get them every year. This one of those playoffs where it's, it just seemed like it's Jason Tatum time. He's finally ascending the way that they turn this team around. I just, yeah, it's, it's, I think Tatum's going to have a, have, a, have a great series. Yeah, for sure. Okay, moving on to the West. Predictions for finals and then MVP. Justin, you can go ahead. You can start that off. Um, finals and then uh, finals MVP? No, no, mm-hmm. so... Pick who you think's gonna or, win the series. What? How many this games? This series then, is, yeah, yeah. Okay. this conference, yeah. Uh, this series, obviously, I got the Warriors. Um, the MVP for the series. I'm going to say. I'm gonna say Draymond. I'm gonna say Draymond. I think. I think uh, we we about to wrap up the playoffs pretty soon. I think the Warriors are gonna get focused locked in I think they're gonna you know I don't know maybe if it's if it's I'm gonna assume it's Steph but uh you tell Draymond you know calm down you know get your head right all of these uh back and forth and these all of these texts that's 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 going on I feel like all of them want this bad they locked in they've been here they know what it takes and I think Draymond just you know he he put his head down and 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 D up I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that you go back to that not not vintage Draymond, but I mean, I think Draymond gonna, you know, put his head down, focus, and uh, play some of that good defense that we used to seeing. So I'm, I'm gonna go with Draymond for the uh, for the series MVP, and I think uh, the Warriors take it. Yeah, I got Warriors in seven. Um, I, I think that's just gonna be a back and forth, especially when Dallas gets home. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I th- huh? Seven. Yeah, I got them in seven. I got the Warriors wow. in seven. I think. I think again, the experience That'd is going to come into play. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a fun series because uh, mm-hmm. just the way Luca's proven himself, I, I think they can definitely steal can a couple it, games, especially at home. I but for the, I th- it's the Magic Johnson Trophy, right? Yep, for the West. Uh, man, I mean, I'm taking the easy way out. I'm going to go Steph. I, I just think Steph's going to, you know, he loves the playoffs. He he loves. He's a showman. He, he loves putting on a show for the crowd, especially at Chase Arena, which I know a lot of people are saying it's no Oracle, but that place still gets loud. I think the Celtics and the Warriors are the last two teams with the best home court advantage because Miami, yeah, they got people that show up, but they're not that loud like they are in Boston and Golden State. But Dallas, they got a nice home, home court advantage. Um, when they play at home, obviously the Warriors have home, home court in this series, but – I think that's what they're going to be the reason why they take it in seven is just, I think that the home team's going to win every game. Yeah. Mm. But Steph Curry, that, that's my Western conference finals MVP. I want to agree with you up until Steph. I feel like it's going to be Steph, but I would love for it to, I would like to see clay. I, feel like I would too. Like get back to that deadly shooter. Like we know he is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be good for him. Coming up that injury, everything, a boost morale, I feel like he would need it. It would and, be and, nice. And that'd be like a nice middle finger to the uh, whoever voted. You know, I think it the was 75? The, the 75 because yeah. he should have oh, been yeah. he should have been he should have been in there, I think Absolutely. more than Kyrie. He should have been in there over wait, wait, wait. Uh, Kyrie, Kyrie didn't make it, did he? Oh, he didn't? Kyrie. Okay. Oh, I thought he. Made it. I could be wrong. I don't. I don't think he made it though. There's some. Wait, the Dame. Track. I forgot. Did Dame make it? Yeah. Yes. Dame See, he should have yeah. definitely been over Dame. I agree with that. Dame hasn't won any. He Dame hasn't gotten. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have anything except for Rookie of the Year. <laughs> yeah. Um. But who else? I think. I mean, listen. He's got an MVP. Everybody loves him to death and what he did and was the first one to average a triple-double since Oscar Robinson, but I would have put Clay way over Westbrook, too. Yeah, Kyrie ain't on it. All right, so no Kyrie. Oh. Or Anthony Davis, too. I would have put Clay over Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah that's for another sure. One. Yeah. So he, it's just, you know, he, he kind of got, uh, got, he got screwed on that list and whatever, but um, I think that, that would be nice. If he won, ended up winning the Western Conference Final MVP, I'd be happy for that. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see who gets that for each Eastern and Western. Um, yeah, but that is it for us tonight. We have game one tonight of the Celtics versus Heat at 7.30. Tomorrow we have um, the Mavs at the um, Golden State at eight o'clock. And that is it for us today. Thank you, Justin, for joining us. Um, we will see you guys next Tuesday. And I forgot to mention, wait. Oh, yes. One little nugget, sorry. This is going to be Tatum, Smart, and Brown's fourth trip to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. That's oh, wow. crazy to think to me because, you know, you forget. And the last time they were here, they lost to the Heat in six games. So mm. I, I think that that's motivation for the Celtics team. Another reason why I think they're going to take this series in five. Finish time. Yeah. I like it. For sure. Well, we will see. Um, yeah, we're going to see. We will catch you guys back up with all of this uh, next Tuesday. Thank you so much again, Justin, for joining us. And we will see you guys next time. Thanks for having me.